Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Listen and grow as Dell questions the status quo, encourages you to think differently, and empowers you to make a better life. Get ready as Dell challenges core beliefs, seeks the truth, and reveals the roadmap to the lifestyle you really want. And now your host, multi-millionaire, national award-winning investor, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. My friends, I've been doing this now for 35 years or so, 36, 37, something like that. And it's interesting that Real estate has always been the best investment. As I look at it, I look at there's five different ways to make money with real estate. I'm making, most importantly, cash flow. I'm making captured equity when I go in and buy something below what it's really worth. Uh, I'm getting long-term appreciation. I'm getting principal pay down. I'm getting tax benefits. Always, I could do a whole show on any one of those five topics. But we didn't put in or into that 34-year rant of why real estate is so effective the timing issue as a part of the reasons generically real estate is a good investment. But real estate, and I've always said this, unlike, say, the stock market, is with risk, but with risk of a different type. What do I mean by that? Uh, I mean that If someone sticks a gun up to your head and says, if you don't give me your wallet, I'm going to shoot you, you're probably pretty scared. But if somebody told me, Dell, I'm going to put put you on a train track, and I'm going to leave you there, and if you don't give me your money, I'm going to run you down with a train. Well, I'm not too afraid. You say, well, why aren't you afraid, Dell? Because I take about three steps to either side, and I'm off the track. I'm out of the alignment for the train to kill me. And the train isn't there, and it isn't going to get there right that second. So real estate's more forgiving because it moves slower as far as a cyclical movement. The stock market could crash 30% in a day or a week. But real estate is going to take a longer period of time to do that. Now, having said all this, where are we at? What am I getting to? We have been watching the real estate market implode in a slow, methodical approach over about the last 12 months. Prices over the last 5 to 10 years have done nothing but go up. And they've gone up for a myriad of reasons, some of which is compression of cap rates, some of which there's nothing else out there worth investing in, some of which people from all over the world are living in countries that are just unsafe to invest their money, so they're bringing it here. The only solid asset they can put their hands on is real estate. So real estate has just massive amounts of money being pumped into it. Interest rates were lowered to increase business productivity by the governments in the past and held down artificially, and nowhere does that have more of a effect than in real estate. And so they've done everything they can do. For every reason you can think of, there's not enough real estate. They're not building it quick enough. 
there's more and more people and less and less places to live. I mean, you could go on for an hour of why real estate was becoming easier and easier and easier to make money with. So what's happened? What has happened is, is that because of the powers to be who allowed interest rates to get so low, who put massive amounts of money into the circulation through all these federal giveaways, whatever those powers to be are, we're not here today to argue politics. It's a fact. They have. And the Fed acting probably more defi- more decisive and probably smarter and swifter than I've ever seen them act in my 67, 66 years of age, jumped right on and fixed it. Now, sometimes the medicine's worse than the illness. And in this particular case, raising the interest rates at the rate they did, did hammer inflation, came down from 9% to whatever it is right now, 3 or 4 or whatever it is. And that's a good thing for everybody. The bad thing for people who bought real estate over the last 12 to 18 months to three years, I think, is about really the tip of the problem. These people bought this real estate with adjustable rate interest loans. Why did they take adjustable interest rate loans? Well, because the banks were smarter than them and saw this coming. It's a possibility. They did it because unless they took a lowered interest rate, an adjusted down interest rate, the deals they were buying wouldn't make sense because they overpaid. And so you have all of this real estate purchased in the last three years that was overpaid for, overpriced and paid for overpriced with loans that were designed to overcome the fact that you're paying too much. And now the uh, it's come home to roost. Now they're paying the price for it. And I went out there this weekend, spent my time looking at three different properties that were going into foreclosure. One of which, interestingly enough, is some guy that's all over YouTube right now and all over Facebook saying he is the star, the stud, the superstar of real estate investing. And yet he's losing like a 350 unit into foreclosure. Maybe it's a 250. I don't know what it is. It's huge. He's losing into foreclosure. And that's not his only property he has problems with. Nor are there other people that have problems. And like I said, I saw three different properties this weekend where the prices of the properties have dropped drastically. How drastic? Anywhere from the foreclosed property I was just talking about was purchased for $50 million, probably owes about $30 million, and they're going to lose it. So they're going to lose $20 million worth of equity because they're going to get foreclosed on. I saw two other properties where the equity has gone down drastically, drastically, millions of dollars. And that's where we are right now. Hundreds, if not thousands of people as far as deals goes, hundreds or thousands of deals, which institute means thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of investors, are going to lose money. Say, Dell, why are you saying all this? You're a real estate guy. Because I'm not that real estate guy. I'm not the guy that bought when all those prices were going up, nor did I tell anybody to buy when those prices are going up. In fact, I've got 
a video out that shows 15 minutes of me telling people over the last three years, live videos of me telling people, don't buy loans with adjusted rate interest. And yet, they have the right to do whatever they want to do, and they did it. And now, it's come home to roost. So why are you telling us all this? I'm telling you this because, folks, if ever there was a time to get out there and start buying real estate, it's right now. There's a high demand for real estate. High demand. There's a low availability for money. That's making it very, very easy for the people that can team up together and work together and pull money together to go out and buy real estate at a price much lower than it's been available for sale for years. In addition to that, individuals that can't afford to go out and buy giant deals together, syndications, can go out there and buy individual deals, houses and so forth, at prices that make a lot of sense and that they can get financed and will still make them lots of money if they're willing to take action right now. So I've made it a point over the last couple weeks to start bringing people in to talk to that are brokers and salespeople in this situation so that we can start talking to them and find out what it's going to take for people to do these deals. With me here today is Danny Gentry out of Dallas, Texas, North Texas area. He is a sales manager for Lifestyles Realty. We've asked him to come in today. I have to bring you back to this, Danny, because you're new basically to real estate with us. Uh, but the bottom line is back when I started real estate, interest rates were 12%. And when they went down to 9%, we all thought it was time that God had given us real estate. The world had changed. It was easy to do at 9%. So now sitting there at whatever it is, 6 or 7%, it's still well below what has been the average real estate interest rate for the last 100 years. So how do you see this thing? What do, What are you seeing? Uh, yeah, Dallas market has its challenges. Uh, we have great appreciation here, uh, but folks are still buying. Uh, they're still getting uh, good mortgages, good conventional mortgages, uh, good DSCRs, um, and, and they're going to buy real estate, and they're meeting their goals and their investments. So tell us about what kind of deals that you're seeing out there, Danny. Uh, we're seeing a great equity capture. Um, these properties have uh, excellent equity between, uh, you know, I want to, I don't know if you want me to throw out numbers, but yeah, yes, I do it. want you to throw out Dan. Dan, that's why okay. you're here. <laughs> Come on, man. don't be afraid <laughs> right. to share the secrets that's going on out there. Sure, sure. Dallas is, is an extremely strong uh, appreciation and equity capture. So, you know, I, I, based on the numbers this year, we're at forty-five thousand per deal. Let's sure. assume people out there don't understand at all, and uh, they're saying, "Okay, we just had forty-five thousand dollars average per deal." Um, Equity capture. What does equity capture mean in your mind, Danny? Explain it to the lay person out there. Uh, it means the amount of money that you you own in the property that's actually real that you can. I mean that you own part of that house. I don't know how to explain it other than the fact that it's, it's money that's part of the house that um, you can eventually you own and you can move forward towards your goals to other properties. Okay, so what you're what you're saying is that somebody goes and buys a home. And they're, through the purchase, acquiring equity, instant equity. What are the deals, uh, what are the average deal pricing that you're buying in at, and what's it worth after you rehab it? 
Uh, up there, the the I mean, the average close price is is around one hundred fifty thousand, um, and they're worth uh, about two seventy five to three hundred k per deal. Wow! Now that is a large spread. That's very interesting. This particular set of numbers, what would it throw off as far as cash flow? Uh, are we still getting cash flow in that? Yeah, we're averaging around two hundred dollars per deal. Um, some areas are better, some others are worse, um, but due to Tax with interest rates and insurance, I uh, definitely squeeze that number a bit, but we're still in the 200s. All right. So how much is an average down payment on one of these deals the way we do it? 25000 a pocket. Okay. So you're, you're saying, and this makes the story to the financial planner even better. Mr. Financial Planner, I'm gonna, I want to put out 25000 bucks, but I want you to go make me $45,000 the day I give you the money. Instant equity capture of $45,000 on a $25,000 investment. That's about 90%, somewhere in that area, maybe only 85. I don't don't have a calculator in front of me. And then I want $200 a month positive cash flow for the rest of my life. Now, those are pretty egregious type requests to ask my financial planner, but you're saying that our members are finding these types of deals available out there on a regular basis. And I'm not saying every single deal is that. I'm not saying every single day every you can find one in five seconds. I'm saying, but on a regular basis, we're closing these deals. Is that what you're saying? Yes, sir. That's correct. So how does that make you and the people you're helping feel? It feels great. I mean, we're, we're meeting their goals, my goals. And I love to see people uh, reach their uh, their peak, their, and they reach their success and their investment goals. So it makes me feel great. I love it. Well, what we need to talk about then is how does someone go about doing one of these deals? Uh, is this a hard money lending type situation to get these types of results? Yes, correct. I want you to have sketched out in your mind how you can explain this hard money lending situation. Maybe get one set of numbers scratched up there on a piece of paper to where you can go through and show them how you only pay 25000 down. Because this is a $250,000 property, you should normally have to put at least 20% down, which would be fifty grand. You should also have to do the rehab, which might be forty, fifty grand. So you should have 100000 bucks out of pocket. I think Inquiring Minds would like to know how you make it at only twenty five. So let's see if we can scratch some numbers together while we take a break. And then when we come back, uh, you can explain that all. We'll be right back with Danny Gentry, sales manager out of Dallas, Texas. to creating the lifestyle you really want. Keep listening. The Del Wamsley Radio Show returns in moments. There is a dream killer here somewhere today. You're going to run into somebody who's going to tell you this stuff doesn't work. Like Vinette said, it's a scam. This is probably a multi-level marketing program. Somebody is going to tell you it doesn't work because you're the wrong race the wrong age, the wrong sex, the wrong sexual preference, the something or other. And this is all set up so rich people can be successful and all you poor people can't. And if you believe that, they've won. But if you don't, 
you win. Don't believe the dream killers? Start winning today with a Lifestyles Unlimited free workshop. Get the knowledge you need to replace your income in two to five years, and then find out how to take action. Register for the free online workshop at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. You're hearing the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more life-changing knowledge? Access our podcast and listen on demand at lifestylesunlimited.com under the radio tab. Now your host, Dell Wamsley. Welcome back to Dell Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today is Danny Gentry, whose electronics has just went kapoo-poo. And uh, so he's not going to be able to be with us for the second half of the show. Unfortunately, I'm puts me in a situation where I'm going to have to explain this deal to you. So here we go. We tried to fix this thing up to where you'd understand it. This property that they purchased for $139,000 had an after-repaired value, meaning that after we did the repairs, it would be worth at an appraisal value of $255,000. So normally you'd have to go pay two fifty five for this property and you'd put twenty percent down, which would be fifty thousand bucks out of pocket. That would be a typical type deal that the average person would buy this house. But that's not what we do. What we would do is we buy the house, we had it under contract for one hundred and thirty nine thousand dollars. We knew that there was about sixty thousand dollars worth of rehab into it, so we knew we'd be all in for about two hundred thousand, which at the end of that would mean that we bought a two hundred and fifty five thousand dollar house for two hundred thousand dollars. Now, what we do is we go to a hard money lender, and the difference with a hard money lender is instead of lending you 80% or 75% of what the property is purchased for, they lend you 75% of the all-in value. In other words, what is this property going to be worth once it is uh, remodeled, rehabbed, and so forth? Now, how do they get to that? Well, they just simply go and figure out what the comps are for a total totally renovated property in that neighborhood, and they come up with an appraisal. It's called an after-repaired appraisal. With that after-repaired appraisal in hand, the hard money lender will then lend you 75% of that after-repaired appraisal, knowing that uh, they're safe. Because why? Because you will purchase the property cash, so now they have collateral of the property, and they will dole out the rehab money as you prove that the rehab was done. So you've got to go to a vendor, a contractor, and say, hey, I can't pay you up front. And many, many vendors and contractors work this way because they know this is the way this process works, is that they will do some portion of the rehab for you. Uh, let's say we do a new roof. Then you'd go to the uh, hard money lender and, and give him uh, an invoice for the new roof, and he'd pay the new roof off after the inspected that it was done, et cetera, et cetera. So if you have a total remodel and you have a general contractor doing it, they might have payouts of one or two payouts throughout the whole project, depending on how long it is. It might only be one payout. Whatever it is, you're going to have an inspection draw cost each time they want to pay this guy something out of that money you've borrowed. They're going to have to pay for somebody to come out and inspect the property and make sure it's done. So there are additional costs involved. So when we all, when it all comes to rest here, we've, we've got a 75% loan on 255, which is 191,000. We're in it for 200000 so we've got $9,000 out of pocket. Say, so, well, where did the 17000 come? Uh, well, there was more additional draw money, and there was the cost of the second loan. Because once they get the rehab done, the hard money lender doesn't want to leave his money in the deal because their interest rate is something like anywhere from 7 to 8 9%, and they want to get that money back so they can go lend it again because they get points every time they lend it. 
So you want to be out of that loan because the interest rate is 7, 8, 9, 10. It could be as much as 12% right now. I haven't checked in a while because interest rates out there are somewhere between 55 and 65 uh, for a loan. So you go out there now and get your what we call the takeout loan. That is a conventional loan where they'll lend you 80% of the new home because it's totally renovated. It's a brand new home. And so you can generally get that. Uh, with very little out of pocket. But in this particular case, between the inspection costs, the appraisal for the new loan, whatever points they had to pay on the loan and the loan costs, the origination costs, everything, they had to come up with uh, another $7,000 or so. And so all in, they're all in for $17,000. So let's look at this. You've got a $17,000 out of pocket cost to make $55,000. So let's figure out what that rate of return is here with the trusty cell phone calculator. And that gives us a 329% return. Now let's also kick into this, that after that's all over, they're going to send you a check for $200 a month. And I ask you, does your financial planner and stockbroker either one send you $200 a month or any amount a month? And the answer is absolutely not. In fact, if you have a 401k, it doesn't send you anything. You have an IRA, it doesn't send you anything. And you're constantly putting money back into it. What kind of investment is it where you have to put money in, put money in, put money in? Instead, here we are in a situation where we make a capital gain, a paper capital gain, because we haven't realized that capital gain yet until we sell the property or somewhere down in the future, the price goes up so much we can refinance some of that money out. Remember, you can never finance all the money out of a single family home because they do not allow 100% financing. So you can never get all your equity out. We're in a situation now where the Fed has pushed interest rates against the sellers. And so the people that are being injured right now are the people that purchased properties within the last one to three years that got into these adjustable rate interest loans that if you look at historical facts, historically, the people that took adjustable rate interest loans historically ended up averaging probably a half a point lower interest rate over the long haul from people who took normal interest rates, fixed interest rates. So in their minds, they rationalized, right? They rationalized that adjustable rate mortgages were going to be no problem. The problem, the challenge with that theory where they went wrong, where so many people went wrong, even people that are smart people, these, you know, like the guy I explained to you in the first segment, he's a smart guy. Uh, he's a good operator. But being a smart guy and a good operator doesn't make you less greedy. And so these people got greedy and they wanted to do deals in a marketplace where the price was too high. They were paying way more than what these properties were worth. And they didn't care because these syndicators were making money off the fees. They're making acquisition fees. They're making management fees. They're making uh, lead writer override fees, syndication override fees. They're making construction fees. They're making brokerage fees, loan origination fees. There's fees, 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 and everybody's paying out of pocket are the passive investors that are putting their money in these deals. And they're eating people's money alive. And then all of a sudden, that which you could never lose at when the harbor's full, all boats float. That which makes everybody who's semi-intelligent looking 
look very intelligent when the harbor's going up and all properties are rising in value, makes all these guys and gals, these egomaniacal people who are greedy and want more and more and more and more, it makes them just keep buying. And they buy well outside of what they should have bought, well outside of what their operational skill sets are in many cases, but more importantly, they overpaid for the properties that they purchased. And so now they're sitting on these properties that are overpaid, the prices are too high, and they drop the interest rates. So now they can't even refinance these properties to get out from underneath of them because the property's values have dropped because of higher interest rates, not because of their operational skill sets, but because of higher interest rates. The values have been knocked back down to where they probably should have been in the first place. And so now these guys can't even get a new loan. What does that mean? Many of these loans, I saw three of them that are coming to the end of the loan, I saw three of them this weekend, are being forced to sell. And many of these people are going to have to sell. Well, all of these people are going to have to sell less than what they paid for the property. Nobody's going to get the price they paid for the property, which means their investors are going to lose money for sure, 100%. Now, the question is how much? Will they lose 20% of their investment? Uh-uh. Will they lose 50%? More likely. Will they lose 75%? That's what I've seen in most cases, about 75%. And in some cases, they may even lose 100%. They may just get foreclosed on and lose everything. Depends on how arrogant the syndicator is about saying, well, I'm going to fix this. I'm going to stay on top of this. A A lot of syndicators are very arrogant. I mean, it takes that kind of personality to go out there and do this stuff. Uh, they put themselves on the Internet, and they create all kinds of videos about themselves, and they talk about themselves. You won't see me doing that. And, and But these arrogant guys are out there. Now, there's a lot of great investors out there that are not on the Internet, and they're not going through these problems, although the people on the Internet telling you they're good, they're, that this is okay because everybody's going through it. No, everybody's going through the reality of the interest rate change, high taxes, high insurance rates. Everybody's got to operate through that, but not everybody is losing their investors' money. Don't let them tell you that. Do not believe that lie, because it's not true. Very small percentage of people are losing their money. Now, what I'm telling you is that very small percentage is a lot when it comes to being a buyer, because there are tens of thousands of apartment complexes out there that are in this same problem. And even if only 5% of them fall through, That's going to be a tremendous number of absolutely great deals to buy right now. And so you have to be available to buy right now. You have to see that, okay, I feel sorry for these guys. I have empathy. Now, empathy means I understand their pain. I feel for their investors losing money. But I have no sympathy for them. I have no sympathy because they did it. These syndicators, these lead investors, they did it. They went out and paid too much. They went and got adjustable rate, interest rate loans. I had my last expo. If anybody went to it, you can confirm this for everybody. I played a 15-minute piece of me telling people for the last three years, four years, that this was coming. Because you could see it. When they start setting it up to where the only way the deal will work is with adjustable rate interest rates with no 
principal reduction, interest only. The system's broke. People aren't getting true appraisals to buy these properties. And when that happens, there's got to be an end. And that end, my friend, has come. And these people are going to get what's coming to them. They're going to get wiped out. Their investment equity, their partner's equity, is going to get wiped out. And as that occurs, the smart investors, the one that didn't go out there and buy all these deals the wrong way, pay too much, and buy into terrible financing arrangements, those of us that didn't, we're out there ready to help these people get out of their situation. Hope you all understand this, and I'll see you out there in the marketplace. Have a wonderful day, and remember, it's not the money. It's the lifestyle. Listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more of Dell's unconventional wisdom? Go to lifestylesunlimited.com and click the radio tab. Listen to past shows, hear podcasts on demand, and find out how you can change your life today. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show is part of the Lifestyles Unlimited Radio Network. The information and opinions you hear on the Dell Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Dell Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Dell Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Dell Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.